Oh man, so we are live, man. YouTube, live, live, live. Facebook, Twitter. Welcome to the Talking Sports with Manny YouTube channel. For tonight, we got the back row Redskins show. I don't know what episode we on, but uh, it's gonna be a fun, fun show. Tonight, we're talking Jonathan Allen contract. We're talking Logan Thomas. We're talking Aaron Rodgers. We're talking Deshaun Watson, Devontae Adams, and the whole nine. It's going to be a fun show. Might be a little bit of debating on the show. So uh, it's going to be great. So let's kick this thing off. First of all, I got a big announcement, special announcement for the YouTube family. I've shared with, you know, the Facebook and the Twitter family, but your boy is now monetized on YouTube. Um, it was a big deal for me, man. I appreciate the Washington football fans because you guys are the ones that helped me get to this goal quicker you know i started the page to do multiple sports multiple different things but it's like whenever i post washington football content the washington football fans always come um come in big for us we're also going to talk a little bit of training camp today but let's go ahead and kick this thing off with the jonathan allen contract so when you mm -hmm. saw the contract man what was your what was your um your um reaction like how did you take it? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Talk to me. I mean, I was elated, bro. You know what I mean? John Allen, I mean, the, I mean, it begins in the front four, bro. Like, at the end of the day, and we got five or six deep right now that can play. At the end of the day, John Allen is one of the first guys, right, I believe, yep. if I'm not mistaken, yep. um, that, was, uh, that was picked. So, I mean, we're going to take care of him. The only thing that I'm worried about is the depth with Settle at the end of this year might be a casualty, but mm -hmm. could be D tackles. Can we pick them up in free agency, or can we, can we, can we, can we do something? You know what I'm saying? Right. But at the end of the day, uh, I think John Allen is the key, and then we got Payne next, and then we got I think Sweat, and then mm -hmm. Young. Right. Um, I think that we have everything that we need to put in a row for us to get all those guys set. Because, I mean, look at the Super Bowl teams. A lot of those guys up front were tenacious and they were crazy. So at the end of right. the day, I think that's a good signing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Absolutely. So, man, for me, man, when I saw the Jonathan Allen contract, man, I was excited because when you look at the details of the contract, man, it was a four year, $72 million extension. And when you when you factor that in with the money that he's getting paid right now, it's an excellent contract. I think it's about sixteen million dollars a year around there, a little bit over sixteen million dollars a year. So that's that's pretty good money. I mean, he's ranked in the top ten in terms of getting paid. But a couple of years from now, when other D tackles start getting paid, it's going to reset 20, the market. Twenty three, so. twenty four. <laughs> I mean, but he's actually closer to like eighteen, maybe eighteen five with the incentives and everything. But that's still, right. still. yeah, because, still a steal, I mean, man. Isn't Khalil Mack getting paid like twenty two right now, right? Or something crazy, like some yeah. crazy, so, like with yeah, like when Mack got paid, everybody was saying, "Oh my gosh, it's the it's the most whatever, whatever." And then you know, guys like Miles Garrett. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it's like every year the money goes up. Like a guy like um, DeAndre Hopkins, he gets right. paid $27 million a year, and I didn't know that. Terry McLaurin, he's going to be due like soon, but by the time we pay Terry, you know. That's a lot for a wide receiver, dude. Like, yeah, and it's a, it's, mean, a, it's, a, it's a big gap. It's a big gap from Hopkins to the next guy. Huge, huge major gap, man. So, uh, <laughs> who's the next guy after that? Because you know, De like Devontae gonna have to get paid again, right? But that's why Devontae Adams wants 30 million dollars a year, and which kind of brings me to my next topic. Hey, what up, T Ho, man? Welcome to the stream, my brother. So, which brings me to, to my next topic everybody wants Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams to come to DC, but that's gonna be expensive if you, if you bring in. You can understand bringing in a, a Aaron Rodgers and saying, you know what, goodbye, settle, goodbye, who uh, pain. I mean, not pain, but uh, possibly pain. But pain is still in contract. The great thing about the about the contract for um, Allen is that it keeps that D line together for the next two years. But bringing in a guy like Aaron Rodgers, look, it's going to cost some money. That's going to mean that you can't resign a lot of people. You see what I'm saying? Bringing yeah, in a guy sure. like Devontae Adams. You can just forget about it. You bring in a Devontae Adams, man. Look, the cap is finished. That's it. 
you know, you're going to have to fifth year. I mean, you, well, you can't even fifth year Terry. You're going to have to franchise tag Terry when it's time to pay him because Devontae's not coming for no, you know what I'm saying, $30 million a year for like a three-year contract. He's going to want a lucrative contract that's, you know, almost fully guaranteed and all these incentives and, and things of that nature. But that's the, that's the cost of bringing in a Aaron Rodgers. When you bring him in, he's a diva-type quarterback. And, we, and we've been seeing all the drama that, that you know, but – He's a very good, talented guy. I mean, you get an Aaron Rodgers and not lose anything, that puts his team into the Super Bowl. So yeah, you're going to have to determine, okay, do you bring in an Aaron Rodgers for, like, let's say, three years? That means you can't re-sign certain guys, including a Deron Payne when it's time. So just all depends, you know. Obviously, the front office can get creative, but what is your take on a possible Aaron Rodgers or Devontae Adams coming to D.C.? I say personally, man, uh, how can I put this? If we cherish the championships like Reskin Sweater and every Reskin fan that I know here in Arizona and all across the globe, every time I talk to them, we value the championships, right? So right. at some point, we have to sacrifice these things. So are we not signing our corners? Are we not signing our safeties, our D-line? Are we trading our D-line to get subpar production with that front line and then we have the corners are they able to at the end of the day i want aaron Rodgers. i do i do i do i do but it's going to cost <laughs> us a lot of money it's going to cost us a lot of money and uh ron you know how ron is ron is right to the right to the tooth of everything so at the end of the day i think we should go after him because i mean fitz and Heineke, Allen, and Montez. I mean, if Why we want to I mean, win now, I mean, if we like, if we want to win now, and we got the pieces, like we really got the pieces all around. We right. can sacrifice a few things just to get maybe some draft picks, so we can replace those guys on the next draft. Or, but if we are cherishing the championships now, and, and this is a win now, and this is like, what have you done for me lately, Lee? So, right. I mean, at the end of the day, I think. We should go ahead and pull the trigger. Yeah, I mean, if you if you have a chance to, to gain an Aaron Rodgers without trading for him, it's a no-brainer to go ahead and get him, okay? T-Ho mm -hmm. has some comments. Uh, the first one, he says, are we going after Deshaun Watson or is he too expensive? That's actually the next topic. Um, but Good transition right there. Yeah, great transition. Uh, <laughs> right. When it comes to Deshaun Watson, man, like with me, like Aaron Rodgers, if, he's becomes a free, if he becomes a free agent, you got to go and get an Aaron Rodgers, even if it's a short-term deal, you know, maybe mm -hmm. a year-to-year -year deal, uh, you know, like in basketball, you do like a little one-year deal, one-year opt-out right. kind of thing, or totally, you know, like right. a one-in-one. One. Right. You bring him in on, on a two-year deal, you make that next year flexible. I mean, because at this point in Aaron Rodgers' career, he wants to win titles. He wants to go to the best possible place where he can bring some veterans at a discounted price. We've seen it with, with uh, Tom Brady. It worked out. They had a great defense, you know, and had a weapon. Just imagine if we had a Devontae Adams on one side and a Terry on the other side, you know. So, but that's what Aaron I mean, Rodgers is going to do. Okay, we got Terry got route running too, though. Wait, hey. I mean, wait till he get up there, though. But hey, put Terry, him with Devontae, ugh. Hey, Terry's they a beast, beast man. Is crazy. Like, Terry's a beast. Are, are crazy. <laughs> yeah, so, so those are just some of the possibilities. And as – Free agency heats up after the season. Free agency heats up. You're going to be hearing a lot of Aaron Rodgers to DC. Aaron Rodgers to DC. Um, so I don't, I don't see a Deshaun Watson type move because it's going to be too expensive. You know, the, to trade for a Watson, I'm not for that. I'm not for that. You, you like you're giving up too much. It's not like he's a free agent. It's not like you're giving up like three first round picks and that's it. The Texans mm -hmm. want three first round picks. They want two defensive starters. <laughs> I mean. I mean, and then, no, 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 they said three first-round picks, a possible two second-round picks, and two defensive starters. It's too much. Mm -hmm. And then with Deshaun Watson and that whole culture thing, I don't think he fits into what Ron Rivera likes to do. Uh, Tiho says, Ryan is bonding with the players, and he's happy to be in Washington. Yes, um, I'm excited to have Ryan Fitzpatrick. What's your take on Ryan Fitzpatrick, man? What What is your expectations? You know what? I kind of low-key think that Ryan's going to be able to do some really good things if he just doesn't 
overdo himself, you know, like <laughs> right. he always done. You know, I mean, he, I mean, he's a gunslinger and likes to throw down, down the field. At the end of the day, you got a good run game, I think. We can get one more back, I think. Right. That Patterson kid, I think, would be a really good compliment to Gibson. You know, like some Patterson. lightning and thunder type, you know, type field mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, Logan Thomas, you know, I mean, I think he stepped up. I think he got an opportunity and he maximized himself. And he got a contract, you know, out of that. I think Ryan's going to be able to, with those fast wide receivers, I mean, even Sims and Humphrey, I mean – those are probably going to be his like safety valves at the end of the day because right. th- those drags, those crossers, you know, they're going to be able to smoke those guys, you know. Right. But at the end of the day, it's Ryan got to be able to throw that ball, you know. So and he's going to throw an INT, so you know. Absolutely, man. Look, I am on the Ryan Fitzpatrick train. I've been on the Ryan Fitzpatrick train. You. you can ask the Sanchez from the Warpath uh <laughs> on the Warpath. Like he he cannot stand Fitzpatrick. But I look a little update from uh training camp today. There was a connection between Terry McLaurin and Fitzpatrick. I mean nice. Fitzpatrick was able to throw the ball deep numerous times. And that's something we have not seen in the past two years with the quarterbacks that we've had. Terry is a guy that has enough speed to go deep. Yes, he runs crispy routes. Yes, we know who Terry McLaurin is. But at the same time, Terry can do so much. See what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? So a lot of people always say, oh, Terry this, Terry that. Terry is legit, man. Terry, look, Terry is legit. And he's definitely going to be one of the top tier wide receivers, especially like in the next couple of years. I have Terry for over 95 receptions, 1,400 yards, and about seven touchdowns. Those are my predictions. And I just see I just see this guy force-feeding him the ball. That's one thing that Ryan Fitzpatrick does is he makes sure that his wide receiver ones are happy. So if anybody is, is going to be happy this year, it's going to be Terry. I mean, he's excited. Have you in the, have you yeah. have you done the stat? Um, have you done the stats for all of his wide receivers? Um, it seems like the number one wide receiver always, like you just said, gets force yeah. feet. I mean, yeah. uh, uh, Devontae Parker, right, was getting crazy. Yes. Oh uh, man, he crazy feet. He got him paid. Like crazy feet. And I mean, right. I think that the route tree on McLaren is a little bit better than. Way better, you know, way better. It's not even like it's not even close. Like Ryan Fitzpatrick took Devontae Parker, who was struggling for three, four years, and made him made him look legit. You know what I'm saying? So uh having a Terry, a guy that can run routes, and a lot of times Terry was, was open last year, but the quarterback just could not get him the ball. This year is yeah. gonna be different, like. <laughs> throwing a ball is not a problem that Ryan Fitzpatrick has. It's taking care of the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, he can make all the throws. And one thing that I can say today about camp with Ryan Fitzpatrick was he was able to connect with the with the guys like uh, Humphreys. You know, all these all these different slot guys, right? Then mm-hmm. he was able to, you know, what I'm saying, connect with the deep guys like Dayami Brown. Terry can go deep. You know, you're gonna have guys like Logan Thomas. J.D. McKissick, I really don't know how Ryan Fitzpatrick meshes with running backs coming out the backfield. But one thing that I can say is that he's going to spread the ball. He's going to spread the ball. Multiple guys are going to eat. And speaking of Logan Thomas, Logan Thomas got paid. You know what I'm saying? It was a three-year, $24 million extension. And uh, $10 million of that was guaranteed. So what this really means is that the Washington football team can opt out of Logan Thomas's contract at in at the end of 2022, if they say, you know what, we want to go younger or it's just not working out. So uh-huh. it's a, a, a friendly deal. And that makes Logan Thomas the eighth highest paid tight end in the NFL. How do you feel about this? I feel great, man, actually, because he does everything. I mean, he blocks. That's most importantly. I mean, to begin to catch the ball, you got to be able to run the ball, too. So right at the end of the day, I mean, he does a very good job of blocking and his blocking release is really good his routes are actually pretty dope too i mean yep. he's a former i mean he's a former qb so he knows the depth like he knows where those little holes are in the defense so 
it's good to have a QB that's on the line, not just a left tackle or right tackle or a center that can point out everything, but you got a right. tight end now that that was a QB that pretty much knows everything on the field. So right. And then if he can get <laughs> open, I mean, I mean that's right. that's a blessing. I mean, right. I think the Redskins are really building a really good team this year, man, and it's and it's really good to see uh, see it come to uh what's the word i'm looking for uh fruition is fruition yeah. fruition yep, yes yep, yes yep. yes like it's really good to see them doing their thing and from from the top of the bottom i know we got the guy mm-hmm. out and we got his wife in and right. he's helping out <laughs> you know but at the end of the day i mean like it's like it's ron's team and mm-hmm. i mean like he's really building building some good things also i've been hearing some really good things about that uh what's that guy's name uh samus reyes, yeah, samus reyes yeah and he you made, know the he Redskins girls today. love that guy. <laughs> hey, he made a catch today. I mean, there's speculations that if we like, we're not gonna cut John Bates. Like, okay, we're yeah. gonna keep three tight ends. That's for sure. Three tight ends, possibly four. So the way mm-hmm. that I see the tight end room shaking out is obviously Logan Thomas is the tight end one. They chose him mm-hmm. to be here. He chose to be Absolutely. here as well. And that solidifies that they don't necessarily have to go for a tight end one because Logan Thomas should have been a pro bowler last year over a guy like Evan Ingram. Now, what this says mm-hmm. is you have Logan Thomas, you have um, John Bates that we drafted in the fourth or fifth round. I can't even remember right now. And then you have Simmons Reyes, but then you also have other veterans that they're trying to bring in to be a possible tight end two or three. So it's possible that Simmons Reyes possibly goes to the practice squad. But if the rules remain the same like last season, you can protect a Simmons Reyes like every single week because you can keep – I mean, you can protect – I don't know the number. Was it five guys that, you know, folks were protecting like their fourth quarterback just in just in case of COVID and things of that nature. So Absolutely. if the rules and remain the same – I think because of the, of the eighteen games, right? Or yeah, is it eighteen games now. I think that uh, you get to get a couple extra guys too, though. So that might be a little key too. Hey. Yeah, that'd be dope. I so, mean, if 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 they're definitely extending the roster from fifty two to fifty four, I mean, he's he's mm-hmm. almost because they they love what he can bring to the table, and they really do not want to lose him. Tiho says, I hope that Ryan do a flea flicker to Logan Thomas and pass it deep to Cam Sims like last year. Yeah. I mean, that'd be dope. That'd be dope. (laughs) You're going to see Logan Thomas like in several different positions, position flex. You're going to see Logan, uh, Logan Thomas throw passes this year. You're going to see him in a wildcat. You're going to see him running routes. And the great thing about Mm -hmm. Logan Thomas is that we scheme him open in that air Coriel offense. It's an offense that is built for tight ends across the middle. So he's not the fastest, but guess what? If he's available and Terry and guys like Curtis Samuels and the rest are taking all these different uh, corners and, you know, defensive eyes with them, you got Logan Thomas down the middle. You got J.D. McKissick out the team, out the backfield. Mm -hmm. You got uh, Antonio Gibson, who's expected to catch more passes this year. So you're going to see a lot of different things that we can do Oh, yeah, Ricky Seals Jr. is that other tight end that I think makes the roster. I think that Ricky Seals Jr. starts the year as the tight end, too. I can be totally wrong, but that's just kind of how I see it uh, moving forward. Now, do you mind if I interject for one second? Yeah, I want to add absolutely. Something. Absolutely. I think because you said something about four, t- four tight ends, I would mm-hmm. keep four tight ends because that halfback, you need to have a tight end that can block. Right. I don't like fullbacks at all, but right. if I can have a tight end that can block and then and that's he can like release out like and then he like he can like go out to the side and we can right. jump off and just get two, three yards. Right. It's, a, it's a run play at the end of the day. Absolutely. We need to keep somebody in the tight end role that can play the fullback position that can right. get out and catch some passes because people are gonna blitz now because they see Ryan Fish Spatchel back there. If he can check and release. <laughs> Right, oh, you hit him up, man. Yep. Hey, he, hey, he might take it for a tub. You know what right. I mean? You know, hey, and that's but, and that's going to be John Bates. Um, and then also, right. think about this: Samuel Cosme is as athletic of a tackle as you can get. 
you can he got use two in college, right? Or one? Yeah, I think it was. I, I I just remember one. I'm not gonna quote. I just one? I just remember one that he took one? to the house. So okay. if you're talking about getting exotic and doing different things, you can put him there at that halfback role, and he can slip into the you know <laughs> into the end zone for a couple of touchdowns. Over under, over under Samuel Cosme, one point five touchdowns, or let's say zero point five touchdowns this year. I say he gets two this year. Oh, uh-huh. I, I just like that <laughs> Texas play that he did, like how he was on the line and he did the Patriot thing. He blocked, he checked, and released. Bro, got up out of there. Bro, he if caught running, that. Like, <laughs> if we're running the ball, though, if we're running the ball, bro, it's that's going to open up Logan Thomas. It's right. going to open up Sam. It's mm-hmm. going to open up all that stuff. So, it, like, right. it's going to be beneficial for us to run that route. Because right. if we can't, then we can't do our little scheme, you know? Yes, sir. Hey, R. Rich, man. What up, bro? Welcome to the stream, man. Appreciate you uh, jumping in. Let me see what T-Ho said, man. T-Ho says, when was the last time we we did a flea flicker? It's been a long time. We haven't haven't had a safety since the 1980s that can dominate on D. Hey. Safety, Wait, you're talking safety. about uh, yeah, Sean Taylor. I man. hope no, well, I'm I, look, I'm hoping he's saying a defensive safety because if you're talking about safety as in the position, don't disrespect Sean Taylor like that. So, right, so, <laughs> I hope he's talking about safety like you know, one of these because <laughs> he's talking about actually, we position. got that last year. Didn't we get that um, Dak last year? Brian Kerrigan, was that Dak? And... I don't know, I, I yeah, know we got one on Dak, two yard line, yes. Yeah, yeah, one yeah, of them years yeah. we got that. Um, but um, transitioning, man. So let's talk about the wide receivers in camp. And the – man, this wide receiver group is just so deep. And it's sad because we're going to lose multiple guys, multiple guys. And from, from what I'm hearing in camp today, DeAndre Carter was not only just returning punts, he was in the slot today. So if he can give you anything out that slot position and return punts, guess what? That means bye bye, bye bye to a few a few of the guys that are on the roster. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So so when we talking wide receivers, here are my four locks, and let me know if you agree or disagree with this statement. Okay. The four mm-hmm. locks to make the team as of right now, today, this very moment, we're still in July. I got Terry Mickle. I have Dayami Brown. I have Cam Sims, mm-hmm. and that fourth guy is just. I really hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. I'm missing somebody. You know, I've done, yeah, you're missing Curtis Samuel. I know Curtis, that for sure. I'm like, sorry, yeah, you know, I was about to still, say, bro, what are hey, you thinking still, right now? <laughs> hey, he's still, hey, he's still fresh to the team. He hasn't been here long yeah. enough. True so, that, so yeah, that. I always, I always like, I try to go, yeah, but yes, he's definitely that fourth guy. True, the reason true. why Cam Sims makes it four. Obviously, you know, you draft a guy really high. You, you know, you have a stud, you know, pro bowler to be, and then you have a guy that you brought in in free agency. So those are the locks. Do you agree with that statement? Do you think that there's anybody that I'm missing in the top four? No, I think that that last selection you did, Cam Sims is going to be the, be the glue. If he can really put it together like he did last year mm-hmm. when he got the opportunity I think a lot of these guys that we have on our team now are like I I love the word maximize your opportunity. Right. Cam put himself um he got himself in position. Ron gave him an opportunity. He was catching balls. He was blocking. He was doing what he needed to do to be considered. Second year now for him to uplift himself. Now I think right. that he's that last guy. He's gonna get open so much, dude. Like <laughs> McLaurin. Samuel, God, for, God forbid, you know, I hope he doesn't get hurt with, you know, right. with, his, with his lower, you know, stuff. But at the end of the day, you got those two guys on the outside. You got Logan that could catch everything in the middle and on the outside. You got Gibson. Now you got the slot guys. Those guys are going to eat crazy. Right. They're, like, it's going to be like the Pats almost. Mm-hmm. Because those guys were inside. They were getting five-yard passes. Right. Turning those into touchdowns or turning those into 30, 40, 50 right. yard gains. I mean, I just think that we have the offense to do that, but as soon as we get there, we got to be able to, you know, do the do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
And also, speaking of injury, like you're talking about Curtis Samuel being healthy. Yeah. Look, this dude didn't practice last month, the month before that. We are in July, and he's starting out the camp on the PUP list. Look, I'm worried, man, because I know they're trying to get this guy to be as healthy as possible to go ahead and head into the season and, you know, do all this. But, look, to be honest, man, you got to start practicing with the squad. We got to know what we have in in you, and that's probably why I forgot his name. I haven't seen him do anything since he's been here. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Curtis Samuel is definitely a concern for me. But out of everybody else that's on the list, who do you think are the last two wide receivers to make the team? Mm. I'm going to go with that Carter kid. I think the Carter kid's going to do something. He's going to actually boot out maybe Steve Sims if he can't catch the ball. <laughs> and then – you know what I'm saying? Um, and stop fumbling everything. Right. I mean, I say those I say Steve Sims and Carter will be the last two for me, and mm-hmm. there will be a battle. And then I don't know anybody else hey, after that. Um, how about Adam Humphreys? I mean, Adam Humphreys is gonna be on the team. Dax I mean, Mill. He, I mean I mean oh, yeah, well, Dax Milney is is this okay. me going to correlate from college to the NFL, he runs good routes in college. Yeah, he, I mean, right, and he's I mean, a good. I mean, he got hands, but hey. is he going to be one of those, uh, you know, those trade type of guys? You know what I'm saying? Right, like, play the inside, and so. Hey, hey, uh, Rich says, will they keep six? He says he heard Al Galdi say they would keep eight. Ooh. Hey. <laughs> Are we running a spread offense or what? Man. Five every down or what? Man, hey Tho, you are fine, man. Just keep just keep chiming in. Hey. It's all good. It's all good. Keep keep the questions coming, bro. Yeah, keep the questions coming. Like, look, if we keep eight wide receivers, that means that multiple of these wide receivers will have to be special teams gurus. They have to. And they and, have to. And that also means that we might have to keep less corners. If we keep eight wide receivers, that means we're keeping five corners because two of these guys are going to be gunners, right? So then you don't need that extra number five corner or number six corner playing, you know, Mm -hmm. those special teams. Right. They're going to rely on a guy like Cam Sims who still plays special teams. You're going to like rely on a DeAndre Carter to be kickoff returner, punt returner. You're going to need these guys all over special teams. And – with the versatility of our safety. You have a Bobby McCain who can, who can play some corner. You have a Cam Curl who can play some corner, but you don't want those guys playing a lot of corner, but just depends on how things go. Cause you can say, I'm going to keep five corners. I'm going to keep five safeties and keeping eight wide receivers. That means that you're going to be losing in other positions. Like, Fifty. Mm-hmm. I mean, a 52 man roster. If it's only 52, it's going to be crazy. Z, Tho says I think Dax and okay. Adam make the practice squad. I mean, anything is possible. I think either Adam or Dax, one of these guys will be on the team just because you need that other slot guy. Curtis Samuel is going to be more than just a slot guy, so you need that true slot guy. And I think that either Adam or um, or Dax will be that um, other slot guy, which means a guy like AGG and Harmon. Hey. <laughs> Those are guys that are on the bubble, you know, promising. You got to go I mean, out there and ball. I mean, man. there's so many, there's just so many wide hey. receivers on this team that, you know, it's just hard to say, damn, like Harmon, you're coming off your injury, boom. All right. You're right. AGG, whatever you really shown you're us right. to, to do. Um, yeah. I mean, this there's is a game no where. This is no way. It's it's it's, it's, it's yeah. impossible to keep eight and 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 for me to say seven, that's stretching it. That means that seven guy has to man. be. Yeah, you know. So yeah. it, it's like you can get creative with your roster. There's ways to get creative. There are teams that keep seven wide receivers or more. You know, like the Patriots used to keep like six running backs and like seven wide receivers. You know, but they had the luxury of doing that because they can do so many different things. My guy, Big Oso, man. What's up, brother, man? Welcome to the stream, man. Appreciate you hopping on. Appreciate you hopping on. So, so, uh, somebody was talking about the O-line, okay? And with the offensive line, our boy Charles Leno, I think it's Charles Leno, or is it Cornelius Lucas? One of these guys have COVID, and they're on the COVID yeah, list right Cornelius. now. 
Cornelius Lucas. So, so that's so, man, Yeah, it's that that was our potential starting right tackle. So mm-hmm. now you're pushing Cosme into that position. And then today you're hearing about Chase Young bullying these guys and getting to the quarterback and everybody's saying the O-line is bad, the O-line is bad. But hold on, hold on. Let's chill for a minute. Y'all are the same ones that said, hey, go ahead and put Samuel Cosme in right away week one. I'm one of the people that's saying, let just ease him on in. You don't have to put him out there week one. So when you're uh-huh. seeing the O-line struggle, first of all, besides talent, you need chemistry. Mm-hmm. Besides chemistry, you, you like you need experience. So let the best man win. Ease this guy on in. They're saying they're going to start this guy at the right tackle position. You can always move him down to the second. I mean, to the left tackle position the following year. So a lot of different scenarios. How do you see? Okay, who are your five starters this year on that offensive line? Let's start with that. I like. You know, we got Flowers. We have Sheriff. We have. Uh, Rullier. we have, um, uh, I like Wes Martin, man. I mean, I just think that, I mean, I think he can do something. Uh, you like Wes Martin? yes, I like, I like him for some reason. I don't I'm know gonna buy like you him. a Wes Martin jersey, man. I will no, buy you a don't Wes buy me Martin a jersey. <laughs> hey, please don't do that. Please, please don't do that. I don't like him that much, but I just like him for this scheme. Hopefully, we can do something. I mean, he like, he has to get better. I mean, just like right. everything. Uh, we got Lucas, but I mean, he, like he got the co- uh, he got the COVID, and uh, Cosme. I think Cosme can get right in because Texas. I mean, those guys build NFL players too. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So we just got to train them up, you know, and hopefully he can do something. But uh, God bless uh, Mr. Lucas, man. I hope that he gets through that. I mean, it's tough, right. you know. Right. So. Yeah, Big also asked, have we talked about any position battles today? Yeah, we've talked about a, quite a few position battles. You can always catch the replay on the YouTube or even on the podcast, the Back Row Redskins Show podcast. So either or you can go and catch some of it. But speaking of competition, so the way that I see this offensive line shaking out, um, I'm expecting Cornelius Lucas to win that right tackle position. A lot of people are saying Cosme. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am seeing um, – Charles Leno at the left side. That's the only reason he came here. He came here to be a starter on that left side. Okay. Obviously, our center, Chase Roulier, beast, right guard, the big time money guy that doesn't finish the season, Mr. Injury, Brandon Sheriff. Oh, Brandon Sheriff, he's a pretty good Mr. Five Games. Yeah. Five Games this season. Yeah. I'm not paying him $20 million a year. He wants $20 million a year. Nah. We're not doing that. Um, <laughs> I gave it to somebody else. I spread that twenty million dollars around to somebody Man, else. Spread, spread, and um, the last guy is Eric Flowers. I like Eric Flowers at that left guard position. Now, when we talk about depth behind uh, this position, you have Wes Schweitzer. That's the West that I like. Wes Martin. I think Wes Martin is on the bubble because we have the guy by the name of Sadiq Charles. So I think that Sadiq Charles and Wes Schweitzer are going to be the two guys that take that guard position. Now, I don't see us keeping three guards off the bench, but if we do, then your boy Wes Martin makes it. But for right now, I think that Wes Martin is on the bubble. What you got? Do you think do you think Wes Martin's more of a backup center than a guard, though, because of his movement? He's kind of like a box almost, if you really think about (laughs) it. I mean, so Wes. Wes Martin, man, he was a guy that look. Ron Rivera was pissed off at like what? Ron Rivera made ex, made an example out of Wes Martin. Wes Martin had mm-hmm. the job. He had the job. Mm-hmm. He lost it. He he, did. he, he, he did. underperformed. Maybe he gets better a year later. But we have to remember, Keith Ishmael is also a center that plays guard. So when you think about all these different guys that we have, it just seems like Wes Martin is out of here. Think about it, Keith Ishmael and Wes Schweitzer and yeah. Eric Flowers, and the starter, and Charles. So Charles, yeah. I don't know, man. So when, when we're talking about backup center, that's Ishmael. Even if Wes Martin can play some center, they don't need him there. <laughs> they don't need him at center because you already have a center guard in, in uh, what's his name? Yeah, what's up? But, but the thing about this, we're talking about backups on backups. So that's a good thing, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, it's a great finally, thing. It's a great thing. Finally, it's, it's, finally for the Redskins that we're not talking about, okay, if the main guy go down, 
now we don't know what the hell to do. You know, at least we got somebody we can plug and play, and they can try to do something. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Building awesome. a team here. Welcome yep. to the stream, brother. Um, Big also said Keith Ishmael yep. is the backup Keith, center. Yeah, yeah Keith. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. he's the backup center. So, I mean, it's it's a good problem to have. We haven't had talent like this in a long time. I remember coming into last year when we just had Jerron Christian <laughs> as the mm -hmm. right tackle. I mean, it was bad. Like behind him, we had guys like Sharp and people that I can't even name. So this year, we have so many guys that you know it's a it's a true competition. It's a, it's a it's a true competition, and you can be able to hide some of these guys. Like West Martin is a practice squad candidate. That's where I see West Martin. If we cut Damn. him, he clears oh, waivers. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. Hey, for hey, those of you guys that are catching the I replay you, right I now, you. I feel you. <laughs> hey, if you guys are watching on YouTube, please let me know your thoughts in the comment section if you're watching the replay. I just look because we're just so deep at every single position. We were mm -hmm. so deep that we let go of Morgan Moses, a guy who wanted a lot of money, but then we had all these different young guys, and then they say, "Okay, you let a Morgan Moses go. Why bring in a Charles Leno?" Money talks. It could have been uh, several different things. It could have been attitude. It could have been that he wasn't a Ron Rivera guy. So a lot of different things happen. But, look, I love the O-line. We can go about the O-line more and more and more, but I love the O-line. Let's transition to the running back position. So a lot have been said that we're not deep enough at the running back position. Or we don't have quality running backs after Antonio Gibson. You have Antonio Gibson who I expect to be a bell cow this year, who I expect to catch and run the ball, okay? Christian McCaffrey type for sure. Christian McCaffrey type guy. At the same mm -hmm. time, he's coming off that uh, toe injury and he's recovering. He's fully healthy from what I hear. My question is, I love Patterson. Is Patterson enough? Does he have enough talent and enough uh, um, awareness and everything else to be the number two running back this season? I say him and McKissick are going to probably uh, split split something because I think that Patterson might be like a Sproles type of gadget type guy. Mm -hmm. I mean, depending on his power running, I don't know. I mean, I haven't really seen seen it in the camp yet because it's the, the, this day one. But at the end of the day, I mean, he did very good in his other league. So at the end of, at the end of the day, I think that they're going to be more pass heavy, I think, too. Right. And right. they're going to spread these guys out, motion these guys in, and they're going to just drag them up, hitching and outs and everything like that. But if we can get him to run and get us maybe two or three yards to carry, I think that's cool, you know. Right, right, right. I mean, I like I like Patterson. To me, he has the body of like a Maurice Jones Drew type guy, a Ray Rice type guy, that body type. So they mm -hmm. say he's small, but I think he's going to be fine. I think he's going to be a factor for us this season. I don't see guys like mm -hmm. um, Peyton Barber is on a bubble. He's on the bubble, but he is that short line goal line guy that can get those tough yards. But at the same time, it's time for Gibson to step step up, man. Step up, get yeah. your strength up, and get us those tough yards. We can't have guys like Peyton Barber on the roster just to do one thing, which is to get a fourth yeah. and one. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. you know, we like we need more out of that position, and I, I feel like. And then you have McKissick. Like, if McKissick is your third down back, maybe in the future Patterson can transition to being that third down back. That way, you can get that big power back. Absolutely. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Because the backs are smallest, but at the same time, they have different skill sets. Why don't we just Correct. get some backs that can do multiple things? So that way we're mm -hmm. not worried about, oh, who's our fourth and one guy? Who's our third down guy? Who's our RB2? And, you know, ways looking, we can possibly keep four running backs. But I want to transition to this next question. Um, R. Rich had this question right here. It's an awesome, awesome question. He says he has one more question, but it's about the linebackers. So the linebackers, man. I've talked about this on a few of my streams, a few of my uh, videos. The linebackers is kind of scary. It's kind of scary. When you look mm -hmm. at who we have at the linebacking <laughs> position, you have um, – Davis. Um, man, I can't even think of his name. Ah, man. Cole. Cole, Cole, Cole. Cole Help Holcomb. Me out. Cole, Cole Holcomb. Cole Holcomb. Look. Cole Beasley has been in the news so much that I knew it wasn't Beasley. <laughs> it's Cole Holcomb. Cole Holcomb 
he can be that. I don't know where he's gonna play. He can play the Sam. He can play the like. He might play the wheel just for the fact that he's been he's been progressing in terms of defending. I like him, like, dog. Hey, he's nice to him. me. I like I, him, bro. I, I love him. If he improves, like I, I like him better as a Sam linebacker, mm-hmm, and then I like Jamie sure. Davis at middle. You know, he's that quarterback. He's the captain. He he is the he's the leader. So you got to play that middle. We drafted you high in the first round to be that middle linebacker. Now the I, wheel. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I said, man, Davis is going to probably be that middle linebacker, bro. I, I mean, that's what it's going to really come down to. I think Cole, you know, is going to help transition him into that role and because he used to help out with the play calling too, you know. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I mean, but just like you say, man, I mean, we got to get the Sam, you know, at the end mm-hmm. of the day. And, he, I mean, we got the four down linemen, but that Sam is going to be super right. crucial, bro. Right, and the cool thing about uh, RH's next question was he was uh, he was curious about Shaka Tony. I was gonna get into Shaka Tony. You can check my you can check my Twitter page, and I just tweeted about Shaka Tony. I think that Shaka Tony is gonna be a sign linebacker for us this year, and if that happens, you can play Cole Holcomb a lot at the wheel, or you can play Holcomb in, mm-hmm. in the middle and it move Jamie Davis at times to the wheel, just depending on what's well, going yeah. on. Ron Rivera mm-hmm. loves position flex, but I definitely see Shaka Tony as a linebacker for us this year. I think he'll play more so Sam linebacker. He says he thinks that Ron and Del Rio have him work out at linebacker uh, during training camp. I think that's where he ends up. Even if he ends up as a DE on, on that depth chart, it's just a creative way of us disguising players. Yes, he might Correct. say DE, but – that's just a way of us keeping another linebacker. So I think that he pay, plays the Sam linebacker this year. Um, mm-hmm. Nick also said, what's sweet about the practice squad this year is that we can get a bargain as far as depth concerned. Yes, you can definitely get Absolutely. some veterans. Just like Dre said earlier, you can, you can get some veterans and you can stick them into that practice squad. And, I mean, players want to play. Players want to be on roster. So, look, if you got to ride – that bench, you'll ride the bench, you'll ride that practice right. card until you get your opportunity. Lamar Miller is also another guy that's a prime candidate for that spot. Um, let me see what Tiho says. Tiho says, uh, we haven't had a scary trio of wide receivers since 2016. I believe that's the year that we had Jamison Crowder, Deshaun Jackson, and Pierre Garcon. So, yes, I agree with that statement. He says, Curtis Samuel, Dayami Brown, and Terry in 2021. I think that Dayami Brown is going to be eased in, but because of the injury to Curtis Samuel, we're pushing him out there. We're pushing him out there even now. quicker. We're pushing. Like that's we need you. That, we need you right now. <laughs> yeah, and that's why he's going to be the third guy probably because they're going to get him in there, get him reps, and I think they're going to play it safe with Mr. Samuels, and that's what they should do. I mean, I'm not trying to get this guy hurt in training camp, dude. Like, I'd rather him get hurt in the regular season. Exactly. Then, then we not even, like we paid all this money for him. So yeah, yeah. So, so let's hey, just get him ready. Hey, oh my! Uh, I did a video today, and I said a prayer for Curtis Samuel. So if y'all want to hear that little prayer, <laughs> go ahead and watch a quick little video. But um, I think he's gonna be fine. I'd rather him come back when he's fully healthy than you know you get hurt in training camp or preseason, I think they're going to bring him along. And even if he takes him a while to get healthy, you see every team have players that are on the PUP. Amari Cooper, Amari Cooper for the Dallas Cowboys, he's starting off on the PUP. You know, he has injuries. That Mm -hmm. Prescott, he left the field today for a shoulder strain, and he's going to be eased Mm -hmm. in. So teams are not going to fool around and let their players get hurt in preseason. The most important preseason game is going to be that last game or second to last. It's been cut down to three games, right? So that very last game is that dress rehearsal where you're going to see the starters go at least two uh, two quarters. Maybe two quarters. Yeah, Probably two quarters. So. Sure. But the beauty of our preseason this year is that it's worth watching. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes we get bored in the fourth quarter. We start seeing all these names we never heard of, all these names that are not going to make the team. But this year, in that fourth quarter, you're going to see – some Steve Sims and AGGs, mm-hmm. Harmon, guys that we want to see. Yo, can Max you make Bellamy. a team? You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah, Mill. I mean, it's going to be amazing. I think the wide receiver position is going to be spicy. The O-line position in certain, like the guard and some of the backup tackles, that's going to be a hot, hot topic, hot position uh, uh, to watch. Um, linebacker, obviously, we have some few 
you know, a few stragglers, a few guys that we, that, that we picked up. We picked up a big defensive end or defensive tackle recently. I mean, we're bringing in all these different guys to compete. Yeah, we're cutting guys. Bun, bun, yeah. Bun me. Bun yeah, me, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Bun me. Yeah, something like that. So we brought him in. We made a few more signings today. Brought in a guy from VTech. I believe he's either a D end or a D tackle. I mean, we're just bringing in people left and right. And it's all about competition. That's mm -hmm. what you want to see. Hey, tight end. What do we do there? We, you, I mean, you got some guys like Ricky Seals and Sam Simmons Reyes. That's a battle right there in the, of his own. Like Simmons Reyes is trying to make a name for himself. He's trying to get on that main 53. I think he's a practice squad candidate. So preseason is going to be fun. It's going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. I'm watching every single minute, not just because I miss football and the Washington football team are my favorite team, but preseason is going to be bananas. And I'm glad that the training camp is back. The fans are back in the stands. What is your thoughts on the fans being back in the stands this year? I mean, that's just going to give them a boost. I mean, from last year, I mean, we played a really good game. I mean, we gave the Bucks all we had, and they only beat us by seven, bro. I mean, right. at the end of the day, and we had Tyler Heineke out there, dude. So at the end <laughs> of the day, I think that we got a little bit better, you know, and the fans are going crazy, whether it's bad or it's good. They always got something to say. So. Right. <laughs> and uh, I saw on Twitter today, though, um, I saw a Dallas Cowboy dude. He was just like strolling the thing. It's like, dude, Cowboys, get the hell out of here, dude. Like, y'all <laughs> whack, bro. Like, right. relax. Why y'all got to come to our camp? Like, it's not like we go to y'all camp and try to cause, <laughs> cause anything. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man. Yeah, I heard about that, too, man. Like, that kid, I think, I don't know if it was a kid or it was somebody, but he was getting booed. Like, why are you here? He's trolling. Yeah. He has nowhere to go. Yeah. He has no entertainment. Definitely. So he came right. for cheap entertainment and, you know, got a ticket, came to mm -hmm. scout. But, hey, it just is what it is. Um, um, yeah, Simmons Raiders did have a crazy nice catch today. And um, that was, I mean, that was amazing. I did a training camp uh, update video today that kind of highlighted some stuff. I was able to share some videos and share some of the um, some of the topics, some of the, um, you know, takeaways from today. Overall, it was a good day. My recap for training camp was the rookies played well. Derek Forrest did some pretty good things. Um, I saw guys like Dayami De Brown. He did some pretty good things. Jamin Davis. Mm -hmm had high praise from Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera said, hey, Jamin Davis is going to be something. Like, he loves the preparation that Jamin Davis has this season. And then he also gave some high praise to Jared Patterson. So Jared mm -hmm. Patterson and Jamin Davis got the highest praise from rookies from Ron Rivera today. And that's very, very encouraging. Um, so I, I, I love that. And then the other thing was the connection between Terry McLaurin and Fitz and then Fitz and his main guy, Humphreys. So Mm -hmm. overall overall good day of camp i can't wait to see what tomorrow holds um hopefully something else happens hopefully they extend somebody else like terry you know right. i'm just so right. excited with these contracts right. we're getting these guys at bargains you know they're not like at the top they're not at the bottom they're getting fair deals for for mm -hmm. their performance I think actually see, a little bit more than fair deals, actually. But I yeah, mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's 18 like 18.5 for John Allen is pretty good. I mean, yeah, it's pretty good, but I'm just glad it's not 25 or 20, yeah, yeah. you know, 21. So, Ugh. so he, they, I think Jonathan Allen gave us a discount. Do you know that his cap number this year is 10 million? Yes, I did. That's yes, all we pay him. So it's, it's like when you look at it, man, it's just a, a steal. Um, he led the team in hurries. Jonathan Allen uh -huh. does so much. It's just that he's not as flashy as some of the other guys. I like Payne over Allen. So a lot of interesting things are going to happen in this camp. Um, I'm enjoying it. I'm, hey, I'm just – yeah, talk to me. Who's more athletic, Payne or Allen? Payne. Payne. It's not even close. Bro, I, there was a race. Are you So are you doing it for the – no, athletic, not fast, you know, not on races, but – for Payne's weight, yes, he's super smooth. Like, he can get in and out of everything. Allen is just – I just think he's like a savvy vet at that age. You know what I'm saying? Right. And Payne is – he's he's learning behind this line right yeah, now. You know? I feel you. I just feel like and Payne has the could, – Could Payne be the better player? Yes, for sure. I just think that – Ron knew John Allen is like a savvy no, vet, bro. John is a leader. He's John like, is a leader. He's like an old man to me, you know, personally. No, John, he, like, he put on his hard head and 
and he's ready to rock and roll. Yeah, John, to me, John is a leader. Payne has the most upside on that defensive line. Like, there was a race. When you beat Chase Young in a foot race, and you're that big, that says a lot. They had, like, they had some drill, and Payne just smoked everybody. I know it's more than just foot race, and I know it's more than just this and that. Payne yeah. just brings so much. I got to give a big shout-out to my guy, Tim talks sport. He just he always has the stats, the numbers. This guy is a human computer. I'm telling Shout you guys, you guys go follow Tim. So Tim says that that $10 million cap number is from his rookie deal. Then he goes on to say that his new contract will not hit until 2022. Appreciate that, Tim. Appreciate that, Tim. That's some knowledge right there. Um, Tim, a.k.a. the human computer. This guy knows his stuff. So appreciate appreciate that insight. Um, Big also said pain. Tho said pain. I mean, it seems like pain all around. He says Allen is more of a technician. Yes, he's very, True. very polished. He like he he uses like he's a this. Savvy vet. That is a, yeah, he uses this. Sure. He uses this. Yes, pain uses this right here. You know what I'm saying? Pain uses power, technique, and all that. But I just love the upside of pain. We don't need to be almost, talking about Matt Matt Ioannidis, and that dude's about to come back and go crazy too. That's like, <laughs> I think I think Big Matt Big Matt is possibly the most talented interior pass rusher. You know what I'm saying? Jonathan Allen is the the uh, he's like the technician. He you know, and then Payne is just that raw talent that's still being cultivated to be something nasty, something special. Hopefully, we find a way to you know extend him give us a home uh, like a like a like a hometown discount or something like i, I mean I, I am a big pain fan i just hope that we find a way to keep them together just for a little bit longer i want to keep all, says, all five of those cats dude i want to keep all of those cats bro if we can <laughs> we gotta try we gotta try man uh tim says appreciate the praise he says pain is a monster but i love alan yes i love alan alan is that leader alan is a guy that talks to talk but he walks the walk he leads with example and when he talks people listen you know you got a guy like chase young but jonathan allen is that is he's he's the leader he's a leader of that defense yes chase is special but i think jonathan allen's voice carries a lot of weight in that locker room and that's why he got his deal because he's more than just a player He's just that other guy. And like you say, Jonathan Allen is like an old soul. You think that he's old just because of his demeanor. Like he's been the same way since he came here. He's been he's been about winning. And mm -hmm. we've been losing. But now we're starting to win. We're starting to turn things around. And I'm glad that he's here because of all those times when, 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 when we were trash and, you know, just a lot of stuff happening. He was that steady enforcer that says, you know what? I'm all about winning. He didn't care about stats. He didn't care about accolades. He's like, he's that kind of guy. Like, I just want to win. I just want to win. Yeah, sure. Yes, sir. Um, so Tio says, when will Matt return to training camp? I don't see him on day one of training camp. Um, I really didn't hear much about him today, but I'm pretty sure he's out there. I'm pretty sure he's out there because he's been out there for, you know, all these mini camps and all these OTAs. I've seen him, <laughs> you know, participate for those things. So maybe – he wasn't there today, but I didn't see him on the list of, of guys that didn't participate. Um, mm -hmm. Tim Sports Talk says, Allen is the highest character dude to walk into the locker room in decades. I agree. I agree. Mm -hmm. Allen is solid. He is solid. He is a, a leader's leader. He The guy is special. He's special, and I'm glad that he's able to be back with the team. We're starting to do things the right way. We're starting to, you know, jump that curve of signing our guys before it's time to sign them. Because when you let them hit free agency, that's when they get ugly. That's when they get ugly. Super ugly. Look, I'm gonna tell you this right now, and you guys write this down, tweet me, whatever you gotta say. You have to extend Terry McLaurin after this season. If you do not extend him after this season, it's gonna be crazy. It's going to be a scenario where he's going into year four, and guess what? The price of admission just went up. 30. If you sign him now, really, if you sign him now, you, you, you save a lot of money. You sign him next year, you're going to pay. You sign him after year four, oh, you're talking about $30 million a year? That's 30. nothing. He's, he's going to want to get paid. And the way that this market is shifting, after Devontae Adams gets paid, then you're going to see more and more wide receivers in that 20 to $25 million range a year. So 
sign him now when you can get him for twenty million dollars a year, or you can wait for two years and pay him thirty million dollars a year. That's how mm-hmm. I feel about the situation. How do you feel about the situation? I mean, I agree. I mean, you gotta sign him definitely for next year, especially if he goes and balls out this year, like I expect him to. Just go ahead and give him the quick, quick bag, and then we're gonna figure out how to sign those D linemen after that. Because absolutely, you gotta you have to have a staple at the wideout. And yep. I mean, Terry McLaurin is a hard hat guy. You know, he don't give you no trouble, no back talk. You just want to go out there and ball. So right. We're we're finally finding some high some high character uh, cast, mm-hmm. so right. I think that's a really good signing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Tho's actor Tho is ask, asking about Terry McLaurin's contract. He signed a four year contract, the rookie deal. He's in year three. This is year three of his rookie deal. This is the most crucial part of his career. That means mm-hmm. if he balls out this year, he he's gonna get paid. He's gonna get paid either way it goes. But my whole thing is, I want to get it done after year three rather than getting it done after year four it can get really ugly it can get really ugly and then that's the way you see guys mid-season would that count towards this year's cap or next year's cap or would it be split i really don't even know i really don't even know how that goes i would figure that if you're going to extend somebody you want to do it before the season starts yeah yeah can somebody in the chat let let us know because look i'm learning myself yeah because i've never seen somebody get signed midway through but i was just thinking like say if he goes crazy and say oh now he's on his high horse and we could throw him something right and he signs could we sign him you know week seven week eight right and (laughs) would that work you know what i'm saying so yeah, I hear what you're saying. I, I would figure that the NFL probably has guidelines and stipulations to where, you know, you want to go ahead and get deals done before the season and things of that nature. So I'm pretty sure that there's a deadline to where you can make moves. And once the season starts, the season is started, man, you can trade the people by the trade deadline. So I'm pretty sure there's a deadline. Sure. NFL definitely sure. does work with deadlines, but I just don't know when the deadline sure. is. I'm just like, get yeah, because I was just worried about just any injury. Let's just say he signed something in the beginning of the year and he got injured. And then right. he can't play. Right. Versus if he signs them week seven, week eight, midway through, is there like a penalty or is there like something that can go on both caps where we can split right. that so we can sign more people type deal? Because I haven't right. seen many teams do that, but that's right. always been a been a been a really good a really good inclination about that. So right, but what, like just like Tim said. When you get an extension, obviously you finish out your, you know, like your rookie deal, and then that money starts when that extension starts. But you can put all the money together and then get your little, you know, average, you know, per year with old money, new money. Mm-hmm. But I do know that there's a time when that new money kicks in. You know, you get your signing bonus and your guarantees Absolutely. and all that good stuff, but there's a time that that money kicks in. Um, great uh, uh, um, comment right here. He says, Terry. Rich says Terry is a is the type of dude that after he gets paid he won't check out. He gives you hundred oh, yeah, percent sure. on and off the field, and that's why I like Terry. I said today in one of my streams or videos that Terry is a leader. He he doesn't talk a lot, but when he talks, guess what? People listen. People shut up and listen because they know the kind of guy that Terry is. Um, Tho says he hoped that we extend his contract next off season. My guy, Maurice Davis, man, welcome to the stream, man. Appreciate you guys. Anybody Maurice, who's watching, if you're new, please like, please subscribe, and please share. So uh, Maurice says, Terry definitely is a number one wide receiver. Got to sign him next year, no doubt. So everybody is all in agreement. Jason Wright, Ron Rivera, Jack Del Rey. I hope somebody's watching this thing to get this thing to the front office so that way we can go ahead and get our guy paid. Big Oso said, uh, overthecap.com. I'm going to check that out, man. Appreciate you. All right, man. Here goes my guy, Tim. Every time I see Tim pop up in the chat, I get excited because he's about to drop some knowledge on us. He says a contract extension is added to the end of the contract. So the new money doesn't hit until the last contract is over. Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. I love it. So So the new money doesn't kick in until the old contract is over. So, okay, I love that. I love that. So, Hey, we are a learning bunch. <laughs> I love to learn. I love to better my skills. But, man, this has been a great, great show. But before we wrap this thing up, um, I want to talk safety. And pretty much as we wrap this thing up, who do you think on that safety group steps up this year? Who do you think is a surprise 
safety that steps up for us this season? Ah, man, my hope is for Landon to go down to the box, man. You know, I mean, TJ Ward is probably a probably a bad name to use, but, you know, Jack Del Rio used him like a freaking joker, bro, and he was going crazy out there for Denver. But um, Cameron Curl is going to ball, bro. I think he's going to do something crazy, and he's going to be able to get a lot of tackles, man. I mean, sitting behind Davis, he's going to be able to just see a lot more. Uh, I just think that our, I mean, we just have so many players in every position that they have the opportunity to ball. I mean, this is what you grow up as a kid. You want the, like you want these opportunities. And, and I think Ron gives these guys competition, opportunity. If you can ball, you're on the team. If you can't, you're out, you know. Uh, I think the Bobby McCain guy is going to do good too, though. I mean, we just have like we have so many interchangeable pieces that we can just do a lot of things. So yep. hopefully, these guys on the defensive end can get 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 the right um, schemes and and the right keys. And at the end of the day, I mean, we can get some W's, you know. All right, Tim. Appreciate you tuning into the show, man. Appreciate right, you, man. Most definitely. So, yeah, man, my take on the safeties, I definitely – I would love to see Landon Collins come in and ball out. Because if Landon Collins comes in and balls out, guess what? We have a – we have another problem, meaning that everybody knows we're going to get rid of Landon Collins next year because of cap situations, but you just never know. Maybe now he becomes a tradable asset if he balls out midway through the season, trade deadline, mm -hmm. maybe you trade this guy for a third-round pick. So – I mean, it's just a good problem to have. But another thing about the safety position. Now, let's say that Benjamin St. Juice comes in and plays well at the outside corner, and he's starting opposite of William Jackson III, and you move Kendall Fuller into that slot position. Just imagine a position, a switch, where, you know, a guy like Cameron Curl goes or Bobby McCain goes into that slot position and then, you know, Kendall Fuller goes to that free safety. So, so it's kind of yeah. like it's confusion, position flex. You're Blitzing, not going to know how like, to defend these like guys. QB spy type stuff. Like it's going to yeah. be crazy. Like if they could get coached up, bro, because they got exactly. the talent. And then check they got talent. the talent. And check this out. And then another kind of switch where Landon Collins goes into the slot. But guess what? He's not covering anybody. Now Landon Collins is that guy that's going to blitz the quarterback. So there's mm -hmm. so many different things you can do. You can put Cameron Curl in that slot position to blitz. You're going to have even a guy like Khalid Hudson. We talked about linebackers. Mm -hmm. Khalid Hudson is a guy that I'm expecting. That, I forgot you know, about him. Yeah, he he is going to do some good things this year. He's going to take that jump, and I would love to see him play a lot of will position. And he can play some safety. So we got so many linebackers slash safeties. Look, the linebackers and safeties, that third linebacker, it's going to be a linebacker that has some safety type swag. I just I just swag. say safety, safety type swag. You're going to see safety blitz. You're going to see a lot of blitz this season from different positions, corners, safeties, to help that defensive line to, to create as much pressure on quarterbacks as possible. There should be no reason why our front four can't get to the quarterback. But when you add these extra guys as that extra pass rusher, it just makes things beautiful. It just takes things to a whole nother level um let me see tiho says how are we on safety man look we got <laughs> bobby mccain cam curl reeves and um who's the other guy man i'm just going blank but yeah i mean the safety position i think we keep four possibly keep five if that fifth guy is helping out on special teams but we're just so which deep will, at that point. Which will probably be Apke, right Apke, Apke will probably play on the special teams right yeah Apke, think he's gonna go on practice Practice squad. Practice squad. He can go practice squad. I don't think Apke makes a team, but guess what? Okay. He's so good on special teams. He's so good on special teams. You got to do more than special teams. They're going to play him at Absolutely. some corner. They're going to play him as, at some corner this year. So to see what happens. Maurice says, I want to see Landon Collins and Cameron Curl experiment. I hope it can work together. Hey, these two guys started the game or the practice today as safety in free safety. So Landon Collins played the strong safety today, and Cameron Curl played the free safety. And look, we have to remember, Cameron Curl is a ball hawk. Ron Rivera says that Cameron Curl is ball hawk. And we saw Cameron Curl make some plays in that passing, in that pass defense game uh, last year. The dude had three interceptions. He could have had yeah. two more. 
He could have had two yeah. more. So it's not like three he more, can't, actually. Yeah. So it's not <laughs> like he can't cover. He can cover to a certain extent if you use Cameron Curl the right way. They both can possibly be the starting safeties this year. But my money says that Bobby McCain is that guy. And let's just say for some odd reason, now this is a wild card. Let's say that Cameron Curl and Landon Collins are our starting safeties. What if Bobby McCain is starting at the slot position? So I'm just saying, position flex, Bobby McCain did start out as a corner. Now he's a really good free safety. So a lot can happen, man. I'm excited for the season. I'm going to try to get through these comments real quick as we close. Uh, Collins Collins could play that Troy Palomalo role. I would love that. I would love for Collins to be Roman. I would love it, especially with the help of Jamie Davis helping up, helping out with that middle of the field. I can see where uh, you know Landon Collins can really thrive. He can really, really thrive. Um, Derek Forrest could end up being good. He possibly, he possibly can. Yeah, Chef Dre, I think you have. Uh, I can't hear you, but let me wrap these uh, comments up real quick. Uh, it says, uh, "When was a it says?" Uh, I'm sorry, I'm reading this wrong. When is the 2021 NFL season? Okay, you're excited for the season. Great, 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 great. Good stuff. Apke is a great special teams guy. Yes, he is. He really is. He's really good at special teams. You can say that Apke is not good at football, but one thing you can say is Apke is good at special teams. So um, is William Bradley King going to make the team? There's a possibility he makes a team. But mm-hmm. it's not guaranteed. He can possibly be a practice squad type guy. But at the end of the day, he has a great chance of making a team just because the team lacks depth at that deep end position outside of Chase Young. Is, and is that the guy from Baylor, right? Yes. Is that the guy yes. from Baylor? That's the guy from Baylor. And he's more so a DE size. Shaka Tony is more so linebacker size. He's like a tweener. He reminds mm-hmm. me of a Ryan Anderson. You know, he's like more probably suited for a 3-4 than he is for a 3. But I do like both of our seventh round guys. So, guys, man, if you guys are watching, if this is your first time checking me out, this is the Talking Sports with Manny YouTube channel. Please subscribe. Please like. Please share. And definitely turn on that notification bell so that way you get content as I drop it, man. Shout out to my guest, Chef Dre. Not only is he cooking it up in the kitchen, he knows his Uh, Washington football team. He always has uh, a great wealth of knowledge. It's definitely a guy that I love bringing on the show, man. So tell the people where they can find you, Chef Dre. Uh, You can find me on IG at appointed, A-P-P-O-I-N-T-E-D underscore time, like the spice, T-H-Y-M-E underscore catering and then on twitter you can find me at chef two underscores dre bug that's d-r-e-b-z i mean uh o-o-o-g and i'll be there if you need me if you need some recipes if you need <laughs> to just talk you need to vent i'm here <laughs> absolutely man dre's a great guy man hey maurice davis man appreciate you hopping on maurice. this stream man. every you, wednesday 9 30 central time you will get an episode of the Back Row Redskins show live. So I just stream it to my YouTube channel. Uh, for those that are um, wa- you know, watching, and let's say that you're watching, but you got to drive, you can definitely go to Apple, Spotify, all these different platforms and catch the Back Row Redskins show. This episode will be there. Appreciate Big Oso for chiming in. All Rich, uh, Tim Sports, uh, T-Ho, everybody yes, who sir, came to Man, I appreciate you guys, man. We will catch you guys on the next episode. We out. Peace. Yes, sir. Blessings, guys. I'll holler at y'all. Awesome.